0: All aboard! This is Pallone Chubby, episode 82. Back at it again with that good stuff. This week, Pallone and Chubby, they still talk about their preparation for the game show, America Says. Are they ready for the next round? Chubby, preparing for another big show with the comedy, the San Diego Comedy League, and getting his things right for his own shows, Feeling the pressure of being a promoter, producer, and... Will he survive? This is Bologna Chubby, episode 82. Do what we do. Check us out. The Palone and Chubby Show, with your hosts, Rick Salas and Guy Murray, talking about comedy and everything that crosses their mind. It's The Palone and Chubby Show.
1: And we're live. Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Palone and Chubby Show. I'm Rick Salas. And I'm Guy Murray. And together we are Palone and Chubby here every Wednesday night, 8.30. (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) lie. 8 o'clock, 8.30. We are here every Wednesday. We are... Happy that you're here, we're and happy here. Uh, we're happy to be here, and everybody's happy. Uh, I took the happy pill today. Uh, Mom will thank me for that later. <laughs> 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 wow. So it's been a wonderful week. Uh, happy to be alive. Yes. Wow. I can't believe I'm saying all this. Happy, happy, so, uh, yeah, it's good. Good things. Uh, like I was telling you, I was gonna, we we're going to talk about uh, a few things that are going on, uh, Good things. We're also going to talk about uh, got a little feedback on the show, which was kind of nice. You don't get that much uh, feedback from the show Uh, that we do have more and more uh, listeners, uh, more and more followers. Obviously, we need more in order to sell the show. But uh getting some good feedback is always inspiring yeah, always so keeps us going It feels like we're actually getting somewhere you know so uh, that, yeah that's uh that's great. We also got the show coming up that we haven't practiced for at all uh, the uh, uh, America says, oh. <laughs> "Yeah, I practice, I practice. You did? Yeah. Did you do the test? I'll tell you I'm what, fine. man, if, if it's the same as it was for the audition and those are the actual answers. No. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. This, I, I was sitting there and I'm trying, trying to tell off. you guys and I know they know, I don't know why I was trying to be all secretive, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah. oh my God, those are the answers for the quiz. And uh, it was, it was, it would have made us look so much better, but well, we got on the show anyway, so we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super pumped and now that I've practiced. As long as it don't freeze up, it's the cameras and the extra, come on, go.
1: you just, You yes. just have to remember the, you know, don't say listen, skip, just keep yeah, going, the, uh, make an answer no matter what the answer right. is with the first letter of something.
0: And so just for our audience, they don't know what exactly we're talking about. We can't really give them a preview because...
1: Well, know, no, they just need to go. If, you, if you're really interested on what show we're going to be on, just go on to, I mean, it's not that big a deal, but, you know, it's kind of cool. Uh, go on to the Game Show Network and then click on America Says. Yes. And that's the show we're going to be on. Uh, we're going to be taping the end of June, it sounds like.
0: Uh, we cool. haven't
1: got the date yet, but we made it all the way to the uh, end.
0: Interview right And yeah. actually going to in the studio, yeah, so, so
1: it's going to be great. Yeah, and they, you know, they kind of burst our bubble just a little bit hey, going in there look, having the meeting tap a baby on the behind. with not the producer a baby. you know he's like uh, yeah you know there's uh, five of you only four are going to make it we'll decide what four it is and then we're going to invite more teams than we need so you might not even make it on the show at all see <laughs> you know, how you look nothing like uh, giving you a little uh, false hope yeah that's always so we could drive all yeah. the way oh, yeah. to Hollywood yeah and then not even beyond
0: on. Wah, wah, wah.
1: But how can they turn us down? We got
0: little, I'll tell you what, man. We got, we got.
1: I'm going to tell you, you, we got the you were like, uh, uh, you, you were really like, I'm excited to be on the show because you were really into it. You, that's what you said to me, right? And uh, little did he know, it was that's my acting ability. I could give a fuck about this the show.
0: Guy, he is <laughs> an amazing dude. His eyes were all lit up, he looked like this. It's so good to be here.
1: Oh my God, wait till you see the actual show. I am going to be, I am going to be uh, animated uh, almost to the point of being, now I'm not going to go total homo, but, but it's definitely going to be like, you know, you know, that the male cheerleader you're like, Oh my God, he's got tons of energy. I <laughs> wonder. You're not for sure, for sure. But you're like, yeah, I wonder. So that's, uh, that's the kind of energy I'm going to bring uh, to the show. Uh, not of course. Uh, you got to remember: don't overshadow the host. Yeah, right. right. So Just, it's, not right. About you. Okay. it's not about you. No, you're you're on the show, but it's about the host of the show. <laughs> so John Michael Higgins. Yes, Is uh, they want to know host. if any of us ever worked with him? Nope. Uh, I've seen him on TV a couple of times. Yeah. You
0: know, uh, if he said it was Bill Brennan, then maybe I would have to say
1: hmm. the guy's kind of funny. You know.
0: No, no, yeah, he is funny. But, you know, if he was said if it was me, he in or...
1: He's got that kind of dry, humor. I, yeah, Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think I could do the hosting thing for a game show.
1: So, we're, well, since we're talking about it, I, I don't have a problem with doing that. You know, Steve Harvey actually does a halfway decent job.
0: Uh, Wayne Brady does an excellent job. Oh, Wayne
1: Brady's awesome. Wayne
0: Brady's great. Yeah. And, and, and it's when he's coupled with a little buddy, he's really good.
1: They get a little corny together.
0: They but get to school together, get
1: to Whatever. So they blow each other. Whatever. I don't it's care. It's a,
0: it's a. Yeah,
1: just as long as it makes good TV, I don't care what your story is. And it's
0: just I, I think it's the the farm system for <laughs> these contestants um, to get to the show. It's just like a whole process. Right. And the milling for them to to mesh and so they start producing a good show.
1: Right. So I think they're gonna if we if we do decent, it could get called for another show, maybe yeah, not as yeah, a team, but individually.
0: Individually, you know. Yeah. There you go, you know, have a game show face, game show persona.
1: You got the voice, whatever. Yes, know. yes,
0: yes. Like we, that's what, I mean, that's a little bit why our little claim to fame each week we, um women get moist and um, guys get jealous because of Rick. Oh, my. Um, and obviously me,
1: he, but. So, you know, I was talking about the, uh, the the feedback on the show. Yeah. like, And a while back, I remember I told you my cousin was like, man, you guys are like, very consistent. You're on there every Everybody, yeah. You've been going. I mean, we've taken a day or two here. But uh
0: that's your fault, man. Oh, yeah. I'm, always, I'm always. And usually
1: I'm the one that's like super stable. Only one time. What? Right. So anyway. anyway had to be a fire. I, I, was at, I, was. I was at work. Okay. And a couple of people have asked, you know, hey, I heard you do a podcast. You know, I was like, here, here's the thing, you know, tune in one day and watch. So uh one of the guys, and he's not a kiss-ass kind of guy, you know, you know that guy that's a yeah, kiss-ass guy. No, matter, yes, yes yeah, sir, yes no sir. matter how the show was, it would be like, oh, my God, you were so cool and fucking whatever. I want to be your friend. Take me to lunch and shit. So uh, he comes <laughs> up. Lying. Yeah, he comes up, and he's like, uh, out of the blue. I didn't even ask for a response. I didn't even know you watched. And he said, uh, dude, that show was amazing. I didn't think it was gonna be that good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which yes. is I mean, that's a normal reaction. That's, that's if you reaction. if you were to meet me outside of here or whatever, yeah, no. you would never even know that no. you know, no, no. like, no. like there's nothing that would tip you off like, Oh, I bet you're super funny. No. <laughs> uh and so then he continued to say, Hey man, uh, you know, you 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 uh have a voice for it and you are very good. I was like, Man, I appreciate that, you know. And uh, so he, he came up and he said he really liked the show and, and that, uh, that we're really talented and all that, which uh, I appreciate. And uh-huh. then another guy that sits next to me was listening to the show, and I catch him listening every once in a while on his headset yeah. uh, while we were working. <laughs> and he's laughing, and I'm like, what are you watching? He's like, your show. And I'm like, oh, cool, you know? Uh-huh. And so he tells me, he's like, I don't know if you know this, but you are, like, meant to do this. Wow. And I was like, really? Really? And he says, uh, you know, and, and, and you know me, I kind of just take everything like people are just being nice, you know, the special kid or whatever, you know, but uh, but he's like, no, you got a voice like people would pay to listen to. Wow. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what we're hoping for. How deep pockets are you talking? That's the whole idea of this. Of why we've been uh, uh, doing this for every Wednesday and hope Saturday. One day, I mean, obviously, is to, to entertain ourselves, entertain you guys, but at the same time, we're hoping that one day somebody sees a show and is like, you know what, I want to hear this you want to take this show or super do you, super you want to come on a real show? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, your, we pin you down
0: and we hold you. What, what was it? Our original,
1: our hot seat, our hot seat. Right. We were in the middle of a. Yeah, we're going to get back to that. And you know, that was
0: just people walking up. It's like, hey. Do you like taking it
1: in the, you know, way. we're going to we're going to uh, increase the gas. Yes. You know, uh, it would be nice to at least pay people gas money for showing up. Yes. We already have the keg flowing. Keg okay, ready. Uh, we have uh, food if they're hungry. We can
0: do that. Uh, it's
1: slow. comfortable here. There's not really any distraction. We have an air conditioner in we case have it gets AC. hot. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: So, Why you know, it it uh, it would be really uh, nice
0: we have a casting couch so
1: you know this yes. is a real studio real things are
0: happening here and we're gonna we've we been in the studio a year i
1: don't know i think yeah. yeah and we're gonna dress it up a little bit we're gonna get a new camera new, new lights new banner new lights. so you know things growth. are things are happening right growth, growth. Yeah.
0: slowly hey, but surely
1: you know they say that the three years four years is what it takes for it to pop Fuck, <laughs> they're not lying it's for real. It's <laughs> We're going to come up on two... When, when's our two year? On November? December? November, yeah. Something like that? Yes, two years. Yeah, it'll be two years of doing this. It feels like yeah. longer. <laughs> it's like that relationship. You're like, fuck, hasn't it been about 10 years, honey? It's <laughs> only been two. Wow. I feel so damaged. <laughs> I feel so changed. But no, it's been a good little run. You know, I'm having fun. Every week I'm having fun. Sometimes before the lights come on, I'm like, eh... Not so much. And then the lights come on and showtime. What's my name? What's my name? What's, What's my name? name? Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. Hi.
0: Listen, radio. We have a special listener who wants to chime in. Come on, listener. Who is it? Nobody. I'm just saying oh, it's, going be, it's going to be so good and so dope just yeah, to yeah. say that. Yeah. And sound effects.
1: Dream a little dream. dream. Yeah.
0: Calm down down, calm down. Yeah. Really, please, where are you calling from? Chill out. Oh, this is, this is mama from Georgia. Andrew mama good. How long have you been this in this? I just heard this last week. Well, there you go. We really love what you do there. Thank I, you, Angela from Georgia.
1: I was watching uh um Thank you. America's America. Got Talent yesterday.
0: Uh, Terry Cruz.
1: Okay. Look, that's the only thing I do not like that about Real the show. Indian. She's all right. She's a little over the top. Over I mean But uh the other one uh that's the uh, dance chick.
0: Yeah, um, what's her name?
1: She, she started, girl, she, she, started dancer, she started out so nice. But she's and, and then she got yeah, it, like, yeah. yeah you can tell. But so, uh, yeah, but you know what, man? Uh I cried a lot during that show, bro. No way.
0: The backstory is you.
1: No, not the no, stories, just but just
0: the talent of the people's, their chances get worse. Just,
1: you know, like the, the kids from India. Okay. Some okay. dogs. <laughs> man, you know, and then the the blind autistic dude singing. Did you see that?
0: I, I didn't watch it. I, oh, my God. I can't watch them, man. I do. I started to tear up. I so they, they have this
1: whole crew of Indian kids that live in those cardboard metal uh, villages oh how sad, man. Wait, wait, so they but, a cardboard metal yeah, the the roofs have the metal on them, and but the, the walls are all like cardboard and shit. Yeah, okay, okay. I mean it's just like taped together and it's pretty bad. And you see them, you know, everybody's pretty much I mean it's po- it's poverty at its worst. And uh they're just so happy, man. Oh, so happy to be there, so happy to perform in front of everybody, man. And and then they had a blind, autistic kid come out there. And at first you're like, fuck, he's annoying, you know. And then they tell you, well, he's whining autistic, and he's well, going to okay, sing. And you're okay. like, oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> OK. And then the dude started singing and could sing. Wow. Could sing. It's like that one uh, that person that stutters and stuff. Like and then as soon as they good. start singing, okay. and like, oh. yeah. Wow. So it's uh, just amazing, man. I was sat there and fucking tearjerker, man, Damn. all night, you know. And that's so, how they get you. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yes. And then before that, I watched uh, the new songwriter show. So yes. it's a spinoff. Adam Levine is part of it. Okay. Uh, I think uh, uh, John Legend. He John Legend was the guest uh, star that they were uh, writing songs for. They were auditioning. Songwriters were auditioning. He picked the top three and then finally picked the one that he was going to make. And he made. And they played a part of it uh, on the show last night that he made. And pretty awesome to watch. Uh, the evolution of a song. Yeah,
0: that's the best part.
1: Yeah, coming from the songwriter to the potential song owner. So is this like a competition? And, or a yeah, and, okay. Producers, okay. and producers working with... So they got three producers sitting on the bench. The person comes out and sings the song that they wrote. And then John Legend, who was the star that they're writing for, they, You know, he was going to take one of their songs. Uh, you know, makes his little comments and then the producers make their comments. Then John picks the top three that he wants to move on with. And those three team up with the producers. Each one goes off of the producer and they tweak the song, taking John's notes, what he wants to see. And they completely, at some point, changed a couple of songs completely. But uh, then they got to present the new uh, rearranged song, in the likes of, you know, John, and then John picks the one that he wants to make. And then at the end of the show, of course, because this is recorded, they show the recording of the actual song that John made with that. So it's, it's a songwriter's opportunity to have a megastar take one of their songs and make it and make it big. And that could be the break that, you know, kind of vaults them into fame. You know, if that song wins an Oscar, an Emmy, whatever, right, right. you know, they're the songwriter and they're huge. I, I really like,
0: I mean, I, I like those concepts and everything, but I, I go back to um, like the first reality, quote unquote, reality TV show. Real shows. world? <laughs> yeah, Jersey Shore. Right. Real world. Wasn't
1: the real world like, uh, real, real world
0: like, like the first was one? was like the first one because they you really didn't know what it, was going to happen. Right. They did not know. That it was extra cuts, clips, and edits. And record. it was the first
1: time a camera was, like, you know, in there for everything. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. And so I started thinking about it last night. And I told Kathy, I said, what if they did a show like this with comics kind of, you know, like, instead of writing a song, writing jokes. To- and kind of give you an idea of the behind the scenes on the premise Building a joke, going and trying it out on stage. I mean, it's kind of like what Seinfeld did when he did his comeback. Yeah, sort of was, with with. That was good. With, what who was that? Arms? Orm, uh, whatever. The fuck his name was. He was a spastic fuck anyway. But uh, it kind of gave you the behind the scenes of somebody. I uh, mean, though it was Seinfeld coming back and rewriting his whole uh, act and trying it out and the whole way, but. With him, it's a little different because he's already famous. Right. And, and this is more like in the likes of, uh, you know, uh, writers finally getting a break and all that stuff, the behind-the-scenes people, you know, back uh, background singers and all that. But would would they ever admit, would, like, comics ever admit to buying jokes, like Some having writers it. and buying jokes? Some wouldn't. Right. Would they ever want to come out and actually say that on a show? Right. I mean, for songwriters, singers, like it kind of ruined it for me a little bit when I thought that John Legend like wrote all his own songs. Oh, but, oh, like when he, but they don't. Different, yeah, different. They don't. None of them, I don't think, write all their own songs. I'm not going to say none of them, but I guess a, a, a large amount. So how many comics don't write their own jokes? I'm not talking about the ones that steal the jokes. I'm talking about the ones that use it, that pay somebody to write for them and that use the jokes.
0: I mean, I, I hanker out I hankered with an idea of having some write jokes for me or get some 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 different premises uh-huh. because one, I don't write. I do the concept in my head. Uh-huh. I might do some bullet points, but I really don't write the whole joke out.
1: But how many big name comics do you but think? I don't know.
0: There's that many. Big have
1: names. writers?
0: Oh man, they they all. They have got writers. to right. They got to. They got to. It's a uh,
1: like I don't. I don't think David tell has anybody that writes for him ever. But I think Kevin Hart has a writer. He has a writer. Because he, he acts like he's just doing a script up there. Yep.
0: Yeah, but he's, he's not living it anymore.
1: He's, he's bigger than that now. Yeah. He's got writers. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If anybody out there has an idea, you know, a good guy to talk to about that would be like uh, Robert Duchesne or Keller, Connor Kellica. Uh Those guys are really good writers. Uh, and I... I, I not gonna say for sure for sure, but uh I think Robert may write for somebody. Uh, but I'm not positive. But I mean it's is is it is it wrong for if you're like really good on stage, you have great delivery, great stage presence, but you're a shitty writer. Can't write
0: for beans.
1: You know, like how many actors are good writers? But they're not required not, to be. Not required to write uh, show up so that. So then why, why if you're a comic and you're taking a funny writer's material that can't present his jokes himself and you're presenting them, why are you not funny? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Because technically you're not funny. You're good at presenting jokes, but it's not your material. So technically you're not funny.
0: Yeah, no, that is, a, that is an interesting aspect and an interesting point because most people, you know, they, they can act. They can do the part. They do it in multiple takes. It's those that do it live theater. Right. They get fewer takes.
1: But those are also scripts that are written.
0: I know, but those are, you know, performing live and to an audience that they're going to get that feedback immediately. So it's those that do the multiple takes in movies and TV those are edited. Those are clipped out. and There's, you
1: know, sound bites and. So am I? Would I in the comedy world? Would you be considered a hack if they found out that somebody wrote my whole my whole act, all my, my whole, all my sets? No. Nope. And I went out there and 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 did the, it and killed it
0: every yeah. day.
1: But and then they find out that someone wrote for somebody books. wrote all my oh, jokes. I don't. I don't think. Am that. I considered to be a hack?
0: No 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 and no I, I honestly think that because you're bringing the comedy and the act and the characters out of the words
1: so what is the funny the deliverer, the deliverer. or the writer
0: it, it's it's still part of the performance And again live comedy live performance stand up is so an art that you're doing you're you're changing those words and making them funny
1: so you, if you got out there and just killed it killed who gets the credit for it
0: you did because you gave it the, and the, gave it the life the writer the writer you know what? Hey, I'm going to give all profit and credit to my writer. Do you uh, say
1: that on stage? No.
0: At the end, at the end of the day, nah. When you write your book deal, when you make your first movie, you go, you know, I've got this. Yeah, but is job. everybody
1: going to be like disappointed? Be like, the whole time it was a farce.
0: Well, like, okay, so I mean, Paul Mooney wrote a lot of stuff for prior. Paul Mooney was there in the production room for a lot of uh, comics that had. But theory. his stand up?
1: Yeah. And so did everybody know that? Did it change Did how it people change? felt about Pryor?
0: No. Paul Mooney's dark. Paul Mooney is dark.
1: Paul Mooney No, literally... No. <laughs> 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 he has a dark sense of humor. He, he has is. definitely been touched in life the and wrong the, way. the later
0: parts. You like, know. Like,
1: uh, what's his name? Uh, what's up, Ash? I can't think of his
0: name. Uh, Dick Gregory.
1: Dick Gregory was, though, he was kind of... Light and easy going, you know.
0: Yeah, no, but He's he, 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 style, right? But he contributed and wrote for a lot of people too.
1: But, but Dick Gregory was one of those. I don't want to say like black people that knew their role, but
0: he don't say it, huh? Don't say it. No, that's not true because he became a little bit more militant. Well, yeah, a little represent. bit. But, but I'm he saying like, say whatever he wanted to say, and
1: then, he like didn't stir it up a whole lot until later on, right? But I'm saying like you know. He, so he did. He, he got to know where he fit in. Yeah, right, he got in
0: where he fit in, and he still maintained that 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 air about him. And so that's why right. you can say the late great.
1: You know? Yeah. No. 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 I'm not taking nothing from him. I'm just saying it seemed like in the old days, uh people were a little bit afraid to no, uh, right. stir it up yeah. and give their opinions, and knew where their place in society was at that particular time, whether they liked it or not. Right. You know. And they, they they were very careful not to uh, mess up what they wanted in life and how to get there. And maybe they were smarter than everybody else because they got there despite all the roadblocks and everything that was going on to keep them from making it, keep them out of Hollywood. And they still made it, Yeah, which is pretty, pretty, when you think about it, that's pretty smart, man, where you just hold your tongue and do your thing. And not create waves, and then kind of fly under the radar. Next thing you know, you're there, and they got to accept you. Yep.
0: we love you so much. <laughs> now,
1: most people would say, like, "Hey, you know, you know, you got to fight your way, claw your way in, and and get there, no matter what." Well, apparently not.
0: Not really. Yeah. You
1: know, apparently, maybe not making waves is a way to go. Whoa! What's that? Is that like a submarine diving? Right, right. That's kind of weird. So uh, at work, they announced, uh, you know, the day job until until we make it very big. I got to do the day job thing, and uh, they announced that we're all, uh, you know, the, of course, uh, they said that we're all getting a raise. What? But always
0: good news. but here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, there's a there's a, there's a catch.
1: Yeah, when they took over, they changed, the, you know, company. They uh, they started out with what they thought was a uh, a good idea. Okay. You know, like they thought that uh, the you know the, however they were going to pay everybody and everything was the right way.
0: Okay.
1: Well, few people voiced their opinion. They're no longer there, <laughs> um, and then all of the uh, heavy hitters just started disappearing one at a time, quitting. What? so I guess uh once that happens it doesn't matter when the little guys quit. <laughs> but when you start losing all your heavy hitters then you start to think uh hey guys let's huddle up. Maybe we're not doing it exactly right. We need some and uh so then they uh they made some changes and uh I think they're good changes. I think it's back to where it's supposed to be. Okay. I don't know if I would necessarily call it a raise. Okay, but okay. I think they've uh, made the uh, playing field uh, a little more equal to the competition. Huh. And I think people are going to be less uh, likely to uh, greener pasture it, you know, because, uh, no, you know, nobody really likes to start all over again. I, I would want to. You know, if you don't have to. Even if it's a couple dollars difference, but when it's a major difference, you're like, yeah, I think I'm going to try out something else. (laughs) Uh, But uh, so they've narrowed the uh, gap. Okay. so and uh, so I think it's going to keep people around. I'm just I'm 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 happy because um, what I need as far as compensation is back to where it should be. And so I'm good with that. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't real crazy about the dip that right. I uh, was encountering because of the system, the way they had it. But I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm happy with the uh, changes that are made. You know, without saying too much.
0: Right. No, that's I, that's know. a fair that's a fair assessment of the situation. I don't want to know. I mean, I've, I've, I'm at this publishing company for about six years now, and I'm learning a lot more things about the publishing. And I want to get my books out. And once I, you know, I do that, I, I need I'll need to go out and do more speaking engagements. I need to, you know, get, get on get trail of marketing my books. And I said books because there there are two and I'm trying to profit at the same time. But I oftentimes find myself becoming the voice or the expertise when other people are talking about, well, I need to get my book out, or this thing, that, and the other. And so just from what I've learned in such a short period of time. It's like, I know I'm not going to be able to go out there and my own publishing company, but at the same time...
1: Like, do you even want that?
0: They, no, I wouldn't want to. Not my own publishing company. No. I just want to get my books out there. I want to go out there You know, the bigger talks, you get,
1: the more, more the, more, the more problems. Yeah, no,
0: I definitely don't want, you know, the headaches of having to cover a 9 to 5 for a staff of 20 to 60 people. No, I don't want that, but I'm just saying... Uh, when you get up to a certain level, your expectations to deliver become a little bit more. Yeah. And so then you're like, okay, well, what was the point? What was I really shooting for? Were those my goals? I'm now And I'm working with everybody else's goals. And that either to be sustainable as I got to make sure that they're happy or else they're going to kill off and they're going to do their own thing.
1: We always think that, like, we take a look at people that start their own businesses and stuff. And we always think that when we're working for someone else, That if it was our company or we were doing it, we'd do it a lot different. We'd be successful at it.
0: Yeah.
1: But you know what? Uh, We don't realize what all goes into it and what how keeping everybody happy and 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 doing all the right shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, you know it's uh it's interesting. Say what's up to Mary Ann McCoy. What's going on? Reno Zuniga. There you go. Reno Zuniga. Hey. What's it called? Uh, Mark Curry. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's one of LaNega, the... Yeah, LaNega. one of the... Uh, LaNega. Yeah. LaNega. <laughs> he went on that whole round, I like that story, yes. Right. Yes. Uh, I told him about that, know, That was pretty funny. That was up in the uh, uh, Board Rock. Or, the Board Rock? Yeah, up okay. at, at the uh, old Great Plate. Yeah, Those were some good days there, man. Way back there We had then. some nice shows up there. Dat Fan, Mark Curry... I mean, it was a uh, it was some good times, man.
0: I was listening to an episode, and I think it was like our last uh, at, at uh VBB and or VBP. VBP. Whatever, just working with yeah right. when we were there, and it was like our last show, and it was kind of right before we met uh,
1: Cassidy and Cassie-
0: what, Chick? Yeah, Chick came on, but it was like. Uh, he used to kill it, man. Hell yeah, he used to kill it. Um, but yeah, cast and chick and this was right well right by that time, but you had said we would have that fan on the show. Right. And a couple other names. And I was thinking this cat's just dropping or dropping dropping names, but at the same time, I've only known you for a short bit anyway. So uh, it's like, okay, well, you know, it's good to have those
1: aspirations. It's great. Oh no. You know? Dad, where the hell are you at? Have you seen all the have fo- you seen all the photos? Oh, I've seen the photos. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying but at
0: that particular point I was like, Oh, he's on episode twenty seven or something, you said, yeah. Oh, I don't have
1: that fan. I was like He said he will come on the show, but he has to prove, prove what yeah what's like, well that. the 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 camera, the sound, the lighting, I was like, Oh god, it sounds like him.
0: So I, I mean, I, I watched uh, what was it Bobby Lee and some 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 people uh, doing this cross table poker talk thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was
0: mildly entertaining, but at the same oh, time, oh, they're like, yeah. poker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just, I was kind of annoyed because of the the camera angles and shots, and right. a lot of it seems so staged anyway. But I I, I, th- I like the concept because when we start talking and we go live and we do we shout out to whoever's talking like. Oh, and we're night.
1: out at the we're, we're yeah, out at we the, were bar, out of the bar? everything. It was, you know, it, was, it was great. Yeah, it was great out there, dude. I want to do that again. It's just I want to do it the right way. And, I want to have the camera, the lighting, the sound, and where we can go mobile. Yeah, you know, and and then uh people can actually hear us, they hear us, and, you know, and the and the the establishment actually wants to take part in it. Yeah, you know, It's like I don't understand what it is with these bars. They sit there and they're they're like, Oh, we want to be busier, we want to be in this place, this. You know, and then when you do something with them and try and promote their place, try and bring business into their place, all they do is fucking fight you. And they don't, so want, to do now, like, and they don't want to participate. And it's weird. It's, it's like, like, bro, this is your place still. And if we're busy, you're busy and you make money. Exactly. I don't understand what the deal is. We had, we had up there, so we're, we're, doing the, we're doing the theater, and then we're doing upstairs the the uh, boardroom. And, uh, and Reno was at a lot of those shows. And he, uh, and actually Rich went up for one of those shows. We did it with uh, the the kid that was on White Boys in the Hood, uh, uh, Jason Andors. Fuck, he killed it. So uh, we were up there and we're doing the the, uh, theater across the street and there's no food. There's really no drink or nothing there. So we had the pre-party at the Great Plate which is right across the street. Yeah, so everybody would go over there and, and eat and drink before the show. And then everybody would go to the show and then we would literally have like four or five hundred people at the great plate afterwards, and uh, dude, they were they were very so supportive, and happy, happy. It was uh, like the greatest turnout that they had, uh, you know, uh, all year long. Oh, uh, there we go. We are was, we are we are uh, graced up. with uh, we we are graced with the uh, honor and privilege of having the one, the only Connor Kelly cut uh, Bay area. Uh, I think he's uh, close to being a Bay Area yeah, Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer yeah. Oh Yeah, he's, he is definitely up there. Uh, one of the uh, funniest cats uh, I know. Uh, he, uh, every show that we have done together throughout the years has been uh, great. It doesn't matter if we were doing a fucking toilet. The guy came, he brought it, held the uh, attention of the crowd. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, we go to, uh, we go to do bar shows. Everybody knows bar shows are notorious for being fucking battle pay hard to get the crowd to pay attention. This guy would have like fucking pin drop, you know, and, uh, catch their attention. He was, uh, super funny. I, I've heard his jokes, uh, a gazillion times and still had me rolling him Larry bubbles Brown. Uh, some of my all time favorites. We've got a couple of stories from out in Tracy, but, uh, we're definitely not gonna tell him. Uh but uh great times. Uh he always came through in the clutch uh up at the Stockton arena, he killed it. Um uh, just great. You know, the only the only uh I guess uh what do you call it strife or grief? grief the between strife,
0: the, strife, the strife between the
1: two of us is that uh he always had this deep down desire to fuck my wife, which I mean, I probably would have shared if he would ask politely,
0: caring,
1: he is <laughs> but he never came out I and said it. Like, hey, my uh, do you mind if I, uh, you know, take a little loaner, take a little test drive, whatever? Wow. You know, who knows? Was but first the, uh, the first, one, the first one? no, Kathy. Oh shit, yeah, Kathy used to go to all the shows. She was the door chick. I knew the door chick. She was the hot little Asian I chick knew, at the door. Yeah, you know?
0: I knew a door chick.
1: Yeah. So she, uh, yeah, him and uh, him and uh, the dude that. Um, Oh, my God, tell me I can't remember his name. Uh, Frank Caliendo. Okay. So we're at the punchline in, in San Francisco. Frank would come into town. Uh-oh. And this was before Frank, like, you know, yeah. like huge. He was yeah. doing the voices. He was doing Madden. So everybody knew who he was. But that dude would be like, hey, can you guys come and pick me up at the airport? San Francisco? Oh, make sure to bring your wife. I'm like, <laughs> what? what the fuck does she have to do with anything? I'll pick you up at the airport. But what does she have to do with anything? That, that was another fucker that I was trying to, you know, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, uh, JV, uh, who was on uh, 94.9, Wild 94.9. Wow. The top-rated Bay Area uh, morning show. Yeah. And uh, he was on there every morning with the doghouse. And so I used to go and hang out with the doghouse. Uh, I sold a couple of cars back when I was at the dealership. Yeah. And so I used to hang out with them on the weekends. And we got, like, total, total VIP treatment. Nice. And so he's with Natasha Yi, which is a, you know, supermodel a yes. Korean chick. Oh, yeah. And uh, so we're at a, a club in San Francisco. And uh, we walk in, we come in the back door, there's a line in the front. We come in the back door through the bottom up the stairs and they tell the people who are sitting in this booth, clear out. And so they all clear out, we sit down. And uh, actually no, we're at the punchline watching Frank Caliendo, JV who's there and he's with Natasha and some a couple other people. And so JV looks over at uh, me and Kathy and he's like, so uh you guys are uh are you guys a friends? And we're like, Yeah, at the time we were friends. And he says, Are you are you like uh are you like a couple? Or are you just fucking what's going on? <laughs> yeah, so that was like our Straight first real introduction, real introduction, you know, them, uh, okay? as a couple to him. So uh that was kind of interesting. You of know,
0: wrong with somebody um yeah, you know, we're not we're not getting plugged in like we want to, but this is just good table talk with the boys, me and Rick. <laughs> Silas, so Flowing and Chubby. We do so,
1: this each week. Yeah, we're here. This is Flowing and Chubby Show every Wednesday, eight, uh, eight thirty, we're gonna call it. Uh, we try and get on by eight, but you know
0: it used to be seven o'clock. Yeah, it's but you know, the whole day job
1: thing. Yeah, so eight thirty is a more realistic time. Plus it's you know, that's uh, well, you know, when they do shows that have a little marginal uh, content or language or whatever it's always like nine o'clock oh, and on yeah. so you know the kiddos are uh, in bed i hate that fucking kiddos thing that they say yeah i'm gonna use it anyway so uh you know nine o'clock ish is more the hour for our kind of entertainment so it, it actually works out all right so 8 30 join us every wednesday tell your friends to tune in this is just the behind the scenes recording of the actual pologne and chubby podcast which you can catch on just about every platform i didn't know we were on our i, I Heart radio whoa we are Really? Yeah, I went on iHeartRadio. I searched Pologne and Chubby, and all our shit pulled up. Huh. Yeah. So we're on uh, Spotify, I well, I, uh, Apple iTunes. uh see, iHeartRadio. I like and
0: They've got the most podcasts, but I guess if they're just taking everybody's RSS, right. I'm going to block them, motherfuckers. i will
1: going money. We are on our iHeartRadio. Uh, pretty much like every that. platform there is. So out. all you got to do is go into your uh, browser. Type in Pelona Chubby, and somehow we got, you know, at first I wasn't excited about the name, but then now it's worked out to where we're the only ones even remotely close with anything I mean, content a, with a, that a, there's
0: name. A, there's a Chubby chubby Therapy.
1: But there's no Pelona chubby. No chubby. So when you type it into your browser, we're the only game. We're the game. So it's nice. Hey, you can catch us. There's 82 episodes on there. Speaking of uh, games. All good. All oh, great. Some just better than others.
0: Yeah. All right, number 27. Uh, my my all time. What is that one? That one was the last one at um, Vista Village
1: Pub. R- refresh my recollection. Um,
0: that was, was that the little Asian that chick a, that, that was there? Was, that was that was that was Asian eye and uh, and the chick hmm. and the touch of the eyeball. That's all it took, man. That's right? All
1: is touch took. of the eyeball. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So Connor, ty- type in some. What's going on? What's uh, fine, give a little, dude. You're always more than welcome to call in to the show. Uh, we will absolutely put you on immediately. Uh, you know, if you're ever down in this, n- uh, neighborhood, we we'll, we got some shows, uh, you can come out and do, uh, there's some rooms that we can get you in for sure. Uh, and then obviously you can come on the show and, uh, come and hang out. Adam Richmond came on the show. Uh, we had a blast with him. He's and, hilarious. Uh, always, always on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, We've had, you know, we've had some fun. We're always looking to do bigger and better things, obviously. So uh, this is usually the part. Uh, we're not really going to go into what we've done out through the week. No, I mean, it was a short
0: week. We had we a a day. Memorial Day, yeah. and so most people didn't work. And then all of a sudden, sneak up, I was down. It's trash day, and it's hot day already. So I like, you and yeah. I'm off tomorrow. So it's like,
1: wow, wow. wow. So where did the week go? i got to get, get another beer. Get another Talk to them about uh, what's going on. Uh, well,
0: we're we're gonna, gonna, things coming up a like... It's just so fast. Shows? I've got some shows coming up. Um, I got the San Diego Comedy I got invited League. to
1: Battle of Sexes.
0: Uh the Battle of Sexes is right to get started again. I'm ramping that up again. Rookies? Uh, no. Battle of Sexes is going to be I got an invite to rookies. Yeah, that was something else, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we got shows. I've got shows. Um bigger things are developing with the San Diego Comedy League. I've been I've been hosting, I've been finding locations and sites. For the most part, the uh, breweries in North County is super rich with breweries. Um, I've got Iron Fist. I've got uh, Indian Joes um, with another group starting up. But the San Diego Comedy League, which has been an amazing response to it, and is coming back with a lot more uh, new comics to the San Diego scene. You're more than welcome to sign up. If you want more information about that, go to Go to San Diego Comedy League at gmail.com. Send info, more info, request more info, and maybe just sign up so we can get into our rotation. It's a comedy competition that lasts like a whole football season or baseball season, and we just kicked off. Now we're doing our second shows at each of the venues right now um, with hopes of growing into other spots. I've picked up some some sponsors who are going to pay for jerseys and promo gear um it's starting to barrel forward and we're not making the word the comics are not um Did i hear you got some sponsors some sponsors are coming in wow. for the san diego comedy league they're buying into the idea so we got people buying uniforms and jerseys for us right now um i've got to get my ass cranking on promo video and stuff like that so i can sell a package and ticket blasts but most of the most of the locations are at um, tasting rooms bars and um the breweries. The breweries have been responding really quite really quite well and um and are sharing in on the um the season and the locations. Yeah. And you know, I I wanted to do a regular pop up show with, with Cologne and Chubby. Um and Iron Fist is still um still open and privy to to that. They just because they rotate with um local local um bands and stuff like yeah. that, they do support um live comedy, live live performances. So yeah, you know, just we need to put something together and get a pop up going.
1: Yeah, we can we can do this show on on and we do I
0: I told her I told her we should do like a podcast and devote it to the micro brews and um Iron Fist has grown you know, they've grown their operation. They actually can at that Vista location and they they,
1: they can. Yeah, we'll we'll interview, you know, everybody.
0: Yeah, you know. And so we're not we're not short on on venues as far as breweries or the little microbrews, and if it works, we'll fit in, and they'll they'll get outside trucks or food food trucks or whatever like that, and just build a pop up show, and do a repeat series, and everything. So that's why the success of this time in the San Diego County League here in the county has been well received, is because we get in, set up, do a show, break down, and get out, and they do record sales while we're there. We do. You know, we have a food truck or We have some sort of food vendor, and so just a whole package deal. and The show's response has been amazing. Um, so now we're just getting to a point where there's some sponsors coming on and plugging in some money, and pay, you know, paying for paying for jerseys, and we're going to have a card deck for the comics um, and just some things. You know, it's just it's building. And then myself, I'm producing shows. Um, got a Spanish one on June 7th. Uh, got some very good comics coming up from LA, Mexico. And uh, that's all Spanish. Pelon and chubby. The chubby is the the bilingual here. And so I've got that one going. And then we also have a salsa band on that night. What's up, Jeff Bobby Gringo? So the the battle of the sexes, though.
1: Right.
0: Um, That's one of my marketing ventures. But that's my other comedy shows where it's equal, you know, even set. Three women. Three guys or four women, four guys. Or I'll take you in audience participation um, with sets, questions. It's more going to be like a game show. If I get on a regular <laughs> series with something, it's going to. I mean, getting an app built for it, so it's just a whole mm-hmm. lot more. I mean, I go back and I mean, I've got all my sh- all my shows that I've done. I got the videos, so I finished the videos, and those are going to be posted on Amazon. They'll be available on Amazon, and then we're going to backload the website once we build the website back up, and so we'll have an app where you can judge, vote, judge, and interact with the content that's in the app. Um, and a lot more things that are going on with that. It's just I've just been sleeping on it because I hadn't had the, the pusher to move or a little move out of to get it going. But it's really it's not that bad because I got all those right. all those shows. I got the video and I got the model releases so I can do whatever I want with it. It was my video. So
1: so here's my uh, my take on it. Which uh, I have been known to be rather harsh on the San Diego comedy scene and the comics. Um, As Connor knows, the uh, comedy scene in in San Francisco is is, uh, pretty outstanding. And uh, so I I have been typically a little harsh. Uh, With that being said, uh, I don't, you know, sugarcoat anything. I don't ever worry about uh, hurting anybody's feelings. Uh, you know, maybe I should a little more, but I don't. And I went to a couple of guys' uh, shows, the Comedy League, and was uh, was entertained. The crowd was decent. You know, me, obviously, I'm a fucking sound and lighting, uh, what do you call it, uh, like, Stickler and, and it, it, like, even though it's not my show, no matter what show I go to, any show, anywhere, whether I even know the people that are doing the show, I have to say something if something's not right. And, and so I, I catch myself, you know, like, I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but, fuck, please, just tweak this a little bit or this <laughs> a little bit and it'll sound so much better or the light will be so much better or whatever, you know? And, and it just comes from honestly, it's not trying to stop. I, I don't want any credit for nothing, but I've been doing shows for so long that I know what looks good, I know what sounds good, and I know how to make something out of nothing. And you guys have actually been able to accomplish that, and it's a tough task it is a tough how time. to make a good looking show that doesn't look fucking cheesy or hacky. And make a decent, put together a decent show with a very, very, if any, budget. Right. Very tough to do. It's just, you know, a lot of the equipment and people that you've met throughout the years just kind of band together, put things together and make it work somehow, some way, and just take nothing, a piece of concrete, and turn it into a show which is people don't realize what it takes to do that and what a talent it takes to do that. But uh, to be able to transform nothing into something without cash
0: Mm -hmm.
1: is a very tough thing to do. And uh, you guys have been able to accomplish that. And it's it's something I think that has a ton of potential, a ton of upside. Uh, and with a little cash, we'll make it even better. Oh yeah,
0: you know? yeah. No, I, so I, 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 <laughs> when I, I asked him, "Was he?" And he was. Like, I was. I was thinking around, it, getting the idea. And Benji Garcia, I, bro, I, I know you've been doing this since 2012. I looked back and I saw some of your flyers, and I'm like, you've been doing this for a while,
1: and even longer than that.
0: As far as the comedy league concept.
1: Oh, who,
0: Benji? Yeah. As oh, far as the comedy concept, no.
1: Like, I thought you are talking about my stuff. No, yeah. you've been doing it for a while. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes, it does take time,
0: but then you just got to retool it. Right. And this is probably like the pinnacle for him and his comedy league's uh, idea and, you know, just package it right and just get it yeah. working, you know, it's just and, retool, it, retool and, it. You know what,
1: it's, 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 it's never, push. it's never like a judgmental thing, but. You can tell how long somebody has been producing shows or putting together shows when you look at the flyers and you go to the show mm-hmm. but just, and the advertising and shit and who they have on the show. You can tell just by that how long they've been doing it.
0: Or if they even care about it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, most people are just going to learn naturally over time.
0: Yeah, no, I care. That's why, I like, my comedy dance party, right. I like to see a good show myself. I'm going to sit back at the end of the night, you know, if I barely make any money, but I want to see a good show. I'm not just going to throw a right. bunch of grease monkeys together and expect them to make a car, right. you know what I'm saying? Um, they have all the ideas and the tools to make a car, but if I just throw them the together, they're not going to make a car. It's not going to run, but right. so, I mean, from top to bottom on this comedy dance party, I've selected some very good people. Some of them I haven't worked with, but I'm... I've,
1: right.
0: I've taken... I've taken yeah, one suggestion and I've tooled it I was like you know what that'll work and
1: sometimes then, you gotta take the opinion of somebody you trust and then,
0: script and then skip it know. you know and skip like throwing rocks on, on the river let I see if this one bounces so, so this is my actual fourth my actual fourth comedy dance party I did my very first one at Rookies um, with the help of Rich to Stitch uh, Duke Michaels and P-Man came up uh-huh. and I was I was amazed I was like okay yeah this is a concept by DJ DJ maybe have some live um, some live, live musicians or get some kids out there to do some raps or whatever, um, some live music and then more comedy and then open up for the dance. And so people are more entertained. Yeah. And I'm not the greatest host, but I'm a good performer and I'm engaging and I'll get you to the next comic in a very good fashion. But yeah. when I do my comedy dance party, I mean, because I'm going to sit back, I'm going to set them up and then let them, let them get their yeah. money to shine. That's the best part that's what I really
1: like you know with the exception of maybe uh one or two of the shows at uh, rookies uh and and i would even I wouldn't even consider those really good shows. I haven't had a real good show since I moved down here as far as uh producing putting together a good show uh not to my standards, you know. But uh, the, the show with Tommy Savitt and uh, Adam Richmond at Rookies was close, but the setup still wasn't like I would want. Mm-hmm. The sound wasn't like I would want. The, uh, I was talked out of doing the lighting that I wanted. Uh, I've always done a follow spot, and uh, I like it. Uh, there's a lot of comics that need that. It draws attention to the stage. It somehow quiets the crowd a little bit. But, you know, nevertheless, it's my show, but I haven't had a show like some of the ones that we had up there. And that's what, if I'm going to get back to doing any kind of shows, that's how I want it to be. I mean, some of these guys will tell you that that uh, Stockton Arena, the uh, Corona comedy series, dude, when you walked in there, you were like, fuck, man, this is, dude, TVs, Corona bottles, you know, massive stage I mean it was like it was like some something fucking going down here, you know and uh and we had the support I just I haven't had the connections and the support down here, kind of like I had up there, you know and and uh and access to marketing, radio stations, uh you know sponsors, all that kind of shit like I had up there and so I mean one day who knows, maybe we'll get to that here. But uh, there's no reason why uh, we can't produce a, a good, professional, quality show, uh, you know, at a venue. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no reason we should be able to do that. Maybe the show, when it takes off, will catapult us and allow us to, you know, go to that next level, you know, and and be able to attract uh, the right people to uh, produce the shows with that will put out like I like to say you know, uh, TV quality Hollywood quality Vegas quality shows and that's that's really what right. I'm after because right I love doing it but the one thing that I hate more than I love is not doing a show proper and uh, I would rather not do a show than do a shitty show so that's kind of been my thing. Why I've been, you know, maybe sticking to just doing our show here is, you know, it's not an embarrassment thing. It's just not doing a show to the quality of what I am used to or what I want. And and just going out there and doing a, just kind of piecing together a half ass show. And uh, I, I just don't want to do that. I just can't. You know? And I got nothing against those guys that are just trying to get out there and put something up and getting a little stage time. I mean, that's all part of the game, you know. Yeah, no, that's the you know, part but of their the focus game. is getting stage time and, and, and getting better as a comic. They're not trying to perfect their ability to produce a show that's a money maker and uh entertaining, you know. So it it's it's crazy, man. I'll never forget that night when that fan did the Stockton Arena and I'm running down the street all fucked up with the backpack full of cash because they didn't have anybody there to pay me with a check. So they took all the the uh, vendor money from the bar and from uh, the door or whatever and shoved it in my backpack and said, here you go. <laughs> so I'm running down the street with like eight to $10,000 cash in my pocket. Wow. Is so that somebody knocking on the door? It
0: just might be.
1: Okay, so that was oh, yeah. kinda... I'd love to get to that point. That's that's good. Well, it was, it was, it was uh, pretty funny. <laughs> so he asked me to pay him, yeah. and so I told him, "All right, come on, let's go. We go of the back room. My back Open my Open up the like, backpack to oh, pay shit. him. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, that's a big problem to have. Uh, besides finding, you know, producing or finding promoters, guys that can really talk talk shop about your show and get the, get the money, the money." So you don't have to worry about the ticket sales, the door, what's coming in, because if you have sponsors paying for it, then everything else is that ticket sales or percentage of, of beverage and food is always a consideration. Um, so with these bar shows and the pop-up, it's always great to have a partnership, it's just not, uh, not that often that you get that partnership or if they're putting on comedy nights on a regular, they're expecting it to be a draw for them and actually to generate sales while people are there. And so they, they want this to be like their karaoke night or they want it to be like their trivia night. Comedy is usually not that tool. Um, and that's why they don't spend as much time investing in it and promoting it. And, and that's, that's why a lot of venues actually suffer when they, they're thinking they're going to throw comedy in there to save the night. Um, that would be nice, but it's just it's a formula that's a, that doesn't work all the time. Uh, we're going to take a break for a second. If you guys have any questions, or if you want to send in a call or a Yelp or a tweet to Pilon and Chubby, our phone number 760-565-3713, 760-565-3713. We take chats, we take SMS messages, and you can call uh, into the show so we can get you live on the air with your question or with your comments. Um. Uh, as we, this is a show about nothing. We don't really have a topic, and we just want to get together and have some fun. And that's what we do whenever we reel reel in and reel out each week. No, are
1: we on the topic thing?
0: No, no, we, we didn't even get there. I mean, it's just been it's been open. I mean,
1: so I think uh, tomorrow is it tomorrow tomorrow. Let's say Wednesday. Wednesday tomorrow Thursday. The NBA finals begin.
0: I'm giving it uh Is it? Yeah. I think, I think, uh, uh, I in,
1: in four, it's going to be a sweep. Just a short. So,
0: yeah. uh Golden State
1: in four. Everybody's giving so much credit to uh, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, I just find him to be a player that just uh, comes out uh, when it's convenient. He's going
0: to need a lot of convenience.
1: Yeah, And then Marcus Saul, yeah, yeah, he's going to be a tough matchup. But I think as as terrible as Bogut may be, I think he can match up with him. I think you just got to put a big man in his face and you'll take care of that. It's just too much firepower. And then obviously the question of Durant comes up. You know, are they a better team without Durant? We kind of touched on it last week. And, and my thing is, you know, what wins championships, what matters, what team, team ball matters, I think. And the Warriors as a whole play better, gel better together without him. He brings a little more of an element of look at me uh, sometimes and uh, requires – uh, the ball a lot. Uh, so, uh, which is interesting because the other two guys that played with him in OKC, right. Westbrook and, uh, uh, Harden are both the same of the same style, same play. Is that maybe why OKC was unable to deliver the goods? You know, that you have three headed monster that all want to run their own show Yeah, And so they eventually all left to do that. And here's the problem is the Warriors were good before Durant got there, winning championships before Durant got there. And he wanted to be a part of that. But now that he has a desire to take it over and make it his, that's a problem. Big problem. That's a problem because that's not the style of basketball. That one-on-one isolation game that he's trying to develop uh, is not what the Warriors play. So, as much as I was a supporter of him initially, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm kind of now maybe a little behind uh, moving him. Gotta go, gotta letting go, him go. go, and uh, we'll see how this plays out. You know, I have a feeling if I was a coach of the Warriors, I may sit him out uh, the first game just to see how they do. And then uh, if they need them in the other games, I would tell you this. If I'm Durant, I'm going to find every way possible to play. Because you have nothing to gain by not playing. If they win without you, then you look like shit. If, if they don't win and, and you don't play, uh, then, you know, whatever you may be able to say it's because you weren't there. I don't know. I don't, I just don't like your options there. I think you lose stock either way you play it. So um, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough spot, man, but I'm thinking uh, if I'm the GM of the warriors, I'm looking at dollars paid out to return. Am I, do I need to pay out that kind of money in order for us to win a championship every year? And if I have to be honest with myself, What's the the owner's, uh, the GM's name, Bob? Bob. Yeah. If I have to be honest with myself, Bob, mm, I got to say that uh, I don't think what we're paying out for him uh, is necessary. I think maybe you can pick up two or three other very solid players uh, for the same amount of money that you're paying him and uh, upgrade the whole unit you know, as far as the role players, the bench players, you know, maybe get a big man. If if cousins can stay happy, you can roll with him. But, you know, uh, I just don't know that you have to uh, pay out that kind of money.
0: So do you think it's going to be warriors in
1: four? That's all. No, 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 no. I'm going to say because of a lot of reasons, Playing in Toronto. Toronto took two games from the Warriors in the regular season. I don't care who played, who didn't play, but they did. Um, I think the Warriors in six. Okay. I think Toronto's probably going to get two games. Hmm. Uh, I think they'll get two games. But uh, I think it'll be, I think the Warriors are going to be too much for them. Um, the only thing I don't like is that uh, all the press and everything. I, I don't know if you remember in the last series, uh, they're playing uh, when they were playing Houston. Uh, who was the last series? Oh,
0: the Warriors and oh,
1: the the Trailblazers? Trailblazers. All right. Well, they were saying that uh, Portland was going to beat them when they went up to Portland. And then they said Houston, uh, when Durant wasn't playing, uh, Houston was going to beat them. Uh, severely, and that didn't happen. No, did not happen. Right. So, the more they talk about the Warriors getting beat, the less likelihood they have of getting beat. But nobody's talking about them getting beat, so I'm worried. <laughs> so it, it kind of works that, that's, that way. It's a little psych, yeah. yeah. Psych. So we'll see. It starts tomorrow, and it should be entertaining. Go Warriors! Um, how long have we been on?
0: Uh, hour and so about 90. an hour
1: ago. Yeah. that's what it says right there.
0: Yep, is that right?
1: Yep, we went on about eight thirty.
0: Oh yeah, so we have uh, we I mean we have a watch party going on. thank David Douglas and uh, Kimberly Johnson and all for stopping in, dropping in, joining the share the of the watch party. And as usual, Jeff Puppy Gringo and
1: especially we lost guys. eyes. We had a uh, we had quite a few we're, more.
0: We we're um, eyes. That's impressive. Yeah. And I wasn't one of them at that time, so that's
1: mm. awesome. That's awesome.
0: So, eight likes, nine eyes, and can you mm. still hanging out with us. want to thank you again for stopping in. Yeah.
1: Good.
0: Great. Where does the time go
1: when we do this? I think we might be done. That's huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm almost out of beer. <laughs> anyway. So I, one huh? of our one of our episodes
0: where he you had your little cooler all packed. And yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm He's get,
0: going i going on an adventure or something.
1: Well, I yeah, think I'm going to get back to that. Yeah, I was thinking the other day, like they got these uh, these uh, uh, coolers yeah. or whatever. If you if you, you,
0: you what you're still smoking
1: hot, babe. Oh gosh! All right, so uh, thanks, Janet. Uh, uh, Tracy. Yeah. So. Uh, Huh. So they um, oh
0: God <laughs> <Can't listen. laughs> so they uh, Way to
1: go, Janet. they awesome. have they have that cooler thing that or the heater that you can heat up hot water for okay. tea yeah so I was thinking look, I should be able to get one of those that keeps my beer cold.
0: Yeah, a little circulator, like a little. Come back Sorry, as long as you don't come in here with the like the, the the beer koozie with the
1: no with no, the no, 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 no. no I'm classier <laughs> <plastering> than <laughs> that. But what if, what if they had like a percolator but a cooler? Cool it, yeah. So I can just hit the thing and like psh, oh. cool it off. I don't know why I don't just bring the kegerator in here. Back
0: in here, you know, it wasn't the noise thing. It no, wasn't and then quiet. put it
1: right here, right next to me. Well, I I oh, so know. I gotta just reach over and, yeah. In. huh? Yeah. What am I doing?
0: I don't know. Get some of that I, sponsored show so we can get Paul's his
1: own his own tap. Yeah, I'm gonna. Just, <laughs> you know what? For the next show, I'm just gonna bring it right in here, put it up next to the uh, right next to me, so I can just fill up. You know, I think that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'd be chill. Uh, so, things to look out for. We're gonna be taping. I will be up in the LA area. Maybe we'll do a little pop up show up there. You know. In the old hometown or some shit. That
0: would be good. I mean,
1: I. We're gonna be off for the day anyway.
0: When's that? I don't oh, know. when we—oh, okay. When yeah. we go that's do the when we yeah, do the taping for America's Next? Yeah. When we do that.
1: Maybe we'll stop in like Redondo or something. Do a quick little pop up at one of the local bars. That'd be cool. You know, I think that'd be fun. Yeah, we can plan that. Yeah, we'll we'll tie that in because I don't. I think the taping is. I know what's going to happen. There's going to be a whole lot of sitting around and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then lunch is going to come and then waiting
0: and waiting and waiting. Yeah, yeah. When I went to to go do uh, uh, Let's Make a Deal, that was... Actually, we got on two shows when we only went up to do one. Right. But uh, Risa was very, very um, persuasive in getting us in and almost got us on a third show. Um, But we had to go through these... uh, Contested pools, and she had us push through the first pool. It was pretty cool, and because she used her influence, um,
1: did you guys ever
0: get like um, talked to? I got I got stood up by Wayne, okay. and, um, I, and I and also did a dance challenge off stage. So I had a, but had I won or answered the question, then I wouldn't be able to be on a show for seven years. Even so, yeah, a yeah, hundred bucks if I would have answered the question. And won 100 bucks, even if it was off
1: show. Well, what are your odds of going up there and being on the show in the next three years anyway?
0: It depends. I mean, if I get on and get progressed or <laughs> anything, even <laughs> if I answered that, that would have barred me from going taken as a winning on a no. show. So then they, they usually don't do cross shows, like you won't see a guy on a, guy on a, a one versus a hundred, and then next week he's on Jeopardy. Right, they space them out now, when you see somebody on <laughs> America's got talent, but then they next season they're on X factor or on
1: they did have that they
0: had that, and that was a people conflict of contract that people usually say then now then now, so that's I mean just that's kind of what we're signing up and getting a part of there, so if we go far into it, that'll be great,
1: so either we win the fifteen grand or we don't even get picked if
0: yeah we top or nothing top or nothing, so let's shoot for the high road, baby. Leave it in until you stroke that three, baby. Stroke that three like we do always. Palone and Chubby, every week.
1: Every Wednesday, let's just let's just do the new time eight thirty. We'll shoot for eight. Let, we'll no, shoot let's not. Let's say eight, eight. But it's so then eight, but no later than eight thirty. Right. So uh, tell your friends to tune in the Palone Chubby Show every Wednesday. You can catch every episode, eighty-two of them. If you go online, type in Polona Chubby into your browser, and you can listen to just about everyone. You can go on our pages and see some old shows also. Yes. Uh, But uh, the the best way is to listen to the professional podcast on uh, the uh, platform of your choice. We prefer Podbean, but uh, you can go on to anyone you like and check it out, and tell us uh, maybe on the next show... Which one of your Which episodes of you? was the, your favorite?
0: What did, you, what, did you, what did you kick and laugh about? Yeah. What'd you fall out of the chair on? Oh, this is uh, what we do, and why we do it is because of you.
1: Yeah, we want to uh, want you to tell your friends to tune in to the pulling and Chevy Show. Spread this show across the world, and uh, one day uh, we will uh, be the sweethearts of America. Sweethearts? Oh yeah, it'll ever happen, but it's uh, you know whatever, whatever fucking thing. So uh, that is uh, what is in our nuggets uh, for this week. And then uh, next week could be completely different. Who knows? Yeah, That's the beauty of it. You never know what you're going to get.
0: Don't do not do that analogy. We'll do it. Hey, we're doing
1: good. No, we got our own shit. We don't we need nobody that. else's. All right. So uh, thank you for tuning in again, Facebook Live, and then tune in for the podcast when Chubby has it up and ready to go online. Until we see you again, see ya. Good night everyone.